Radio 77 WABC. Sit in friends in the morning. 77 WABC. Your sunny Friday morning, 8.43. Curtis Slewa just gave me the one guy, and he's right. I do love this guy. In fact, this guy that Curtis mentioned to me was just on my show last Monday. He was on with Jennifer Harrison, my dear friend from Victim Rights New York. And he is the one and the only one, as far as I know, the one common sense moderate Democrat in our country today, and that is Bob Holden. Out of Queens. I love that guy. That is a guy like me. I'm socially liberal. I'm pro-choice. I'm pro-choice. I get angry with people who are pro-life. I don't want to hear about the Bible. I'm sorry. Sorry. Don't want to hear it. And I'm all for gay marriage, all these things. But um, when it comes to fiscal issues, I'm a Republican. And certainly when it comes to war, and I'm not a hawk by, by any means, not like Rich Lowry or... Who was that psycho, that Larry's friend? He worked for Trump. And now he wants to kill Trump. What's that crazy person's name? Uh, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah, the guy from. Oh, yeah, John something or other. Oh. He's a tard. Uh, I anyway. Got, I, got a, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Can't stand that guy. So, anyway, that's uh, that's a story. Bob Holden, good call. I think I just saw something on TV that fat Chris Christie, this is unbelievable. And he's a Republican. He's got no excuse. He's just fat and stupid. Uh, luckily, he's not all three that Flounder mentioned in the great movie Animal House, fat, stupid, and drunk. But he's two out of three. And I think he, he made a speech in New Hampshire. You ready for this? Where he compared Jared Kushner, married, of course, to Ivanka, Trump's daughter. He compared Jared Kushner, whose father, we know he put his father away. We know Christie helped put Jared's father away, so there's bad blood between those families. But he compared Jared Kushner to Hunter Biden. Unbelievable. Right? Unbelievable. I mean, come on. Really? Jared Kushner, Trump's son. And that's why this debate coming up, August 23rd, Trump's not going to be there. DeSantis will be there. He's boring. Mike Pence will be there. He's even more boring. Kind of like Tim Scott and Nikki Haley. But Chris Christie may be the one with the most charisma on stage that night. And he's a fat, angry liar. Will Ramaswamy be there? Yeah, he annoys me. Got enough of him, too. He's good. He's smart, though. Oh, you know how smart he is? He starts every sentence with so. Well, I heard, yeah. He's got some work to do. He's he is a guy. smart guy, yeah. Young guy. But who cares? These people have no chance of winning. 
They stand, when I become president, what do you mean when you become president? <laughs> you got just as good of a chance, Pete. You're not even running. You have an equal chance of winning as some of those candidates. Yeah, but that's Pete's his point is that's not the reason. They have no chance of winning. The problem is they should have a chance of winning. Mm. Why you think? should they? Because Pete just brought it up. He's smart. He's smarter than he's smarter than the, the, a lot of the people that are going to be up on that stage. Well, but you're right about that. Right. But, but, so that but, means he should have a chance to win. No, not against yeah. Trump. Not against Trump. Okay. Trump is a Trump. leader of men. A, a smart is great. Oh, I'm smart. I work a lot of smart guys too. Smart is great. Well, why does Trump he, is a leader? Well, why doesn't he have a chance to win? Because he's not a leader. No, no, he's no. just smart. No, the, the problem is people don't know him. Well, but don't know him. He's on TV every night. No, people don't know him. If you went outside and you go, do you know Donald Trump? Yes. Yeah. Do the, you know Vivek Ramaswamy? No. Yeah. How, yeah. What would be the percentage? Most people don't even know how to pronounce his name. I'm one no. of those guys. Yeah. Right. I got to tell you, I was on Lawrence Jones on Fox News last uh, Fox News last Saturday night, and Vivek was on before me, and I couldn't wait for him to get off the air. And he's smart, he's smart, he's very smart, but my God, I hate to say it, guys, there's a lot of theater that goes into that job. It's like this job. And if you can't provide some of that, I don't care how smart you are. Okay. Smart doesn't mean anything. Putin doesn't care about smart. Neither does the guy in North Korea or the guy in China. They don't care about smart. They're worried about some guy waking up in the morning. He couldn't sleep last night. He's in a bad mood. He's going to blow the goddamn place up. Well, you could be smart and do that, too. I don't know about I that. Yes, you can. Well, that's Trump. He's smart and he's a leader. Oh, all right. But I'm saying the other, you, you don't just have to have him. No. There's another yeah. guy. Oh, you got two. You got Adams and Paul DiGiacomo. Who's, who do you think is a smarter or would be a better guy in the mayor's Paul office? Paul DiGiacomo. Okay. Do no. you think anybody out on the street knows who he is? Not really, no. Bruh, okay. No. So what check, is it, my check, job now to make everybody aware of all these people? Check my God, me. I don't have enough to do on a daily basis. Well, you do spend four hours on the radio every morning talking to millions of people. That's so true. And my next guest, start there. I would contend my <laughs> next guest is smart <laughs> and has charisma, all those things, and very nearly was the governor of this state. He did a great job running against Lee Zeldin, finished second among four very, very good men. Now does his own show here two to three every Sunday and joins me every Friday. It's my friend Andrew Giuliani. Andrew, good morning. How are you, buddy? Sid, I'm doing well. And, you know, the, I think the guy that you were looking for, John Bolton, yes. he reminded me so much of Yosemite Sam. And I got to tell you, it wasn't even because of the big mustache look. It was because he was even more trigger happy. Than Yosemite <laughs> You're Sam. right. No. You're absolutely right. Yeah, he is the war hawk of all war hawks. And, uh, and well, I forgot yeah. you about what the conversation I just had, Andrew. I mean, can you believe, is there any comparison? I mean, any. How much you hate the father or the guy? Any comparison between Jared Kushner and Hunter Biden? Look, Sid, I worked four years side by side with Jared, and I saw just how much he put into this. He didn't need this, right? He's a billionaire. His family is well set up. They're well settled in. They moved their family from New York down to Washington, D.C. And I can tell you, he worked day in and day out to make the American people better. Think about this, too. When we were talking six years ago about Middle East peace, it was like a joke. If you and Bernie would have been talking about Middle East peace back in 2017, 2018, you would have been joking around, oh, yeah, Middle East peace, ha, ha, ha. Guess what? He actually, with the Abraham Accords and Jared Kushner by everybody, whether you like him, whether you don't like him, you have to concede that he is the quarterback of that deal. He actually found a pathway to actually create peace economically in the Middle East. So the actual 
evidence is right there. Chris Christie is going against the evidence in all this. And actually, Sid, I'm a big believer that Trump should debate that first debate. And I'll tell you why. It kind of reminds me a little bit of the prevent defense if he comes out and just does not debate that first debate. I think he should come on out there. I think he should kick ass in that first debate and then say, you know what, I'm watching the JV from here on in. But I want to see him one time take like down that. Christie. I want to see him like one time yep. come down and take out Vivek and take down all these guys and say, you know what, now I'm sitting back to see who my vice president is. I did this. I did it before football season even started. Now let's see who's going to be my vice president. I like that a lot. And, uh, by the way, are you still in Lithuania with your wife's family still? I'm, I am still in Lithuania. I'm thinking about moving here, actually. It's wonderful. I don't have to worry about bums in the subway. It's very nice. The food is delicious. I've gained about five pounds. I don't know if I'm going to fit in my suits when I get back. But that's a different issue. I'm having a blast. When are you actually coming home? I'm getting home next week. I'm getting next home week. next okay. Tuesday. All right. And we'll be hitting the ground running. I think Kellyanne Conway will be my guest next week on the show. So that's nice. very exciting. Well, is she, she going to take that and, job? Is she going to eventually be Trump's campaign manager or not? You know, Kellyanne is very similar to Trump in terms of they always leave you hanging on the edge of your seat. Like, we really won't know whether Trump – we think Trump won't debate, but he won't really give us an answer, maybe even until the morning of the debate. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, well, here's, where, here's where all of a sudden now you're starting to think to your point. And I agree with you. I'd love to see him debate. He may actually do it because he's been, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Right. Last week at one of his rallies, Andrew, he actually asked the audience, he said, hey, guys – should I debate? And, of course, the overwhelming majority, selfish like me, they know how entertaining he is, yeah. they want to see him. So by him asking the crowd that question just last weekend, he's starting to think maybe he's considering, in fact, debating that first one, August 23rd. I also think to the point that you and Lou and Justin made before right there, when you talk about charisma, that's the thing, whether you love Trump or you hate Trump, you have to agree that this guy has more charisma than maybe anybody in modern political history. When you put him up there with DeSantis from a charisma standpoint, whatever you think about the record of the governor of Florida, it's not even close. So I think Trump would actually be losing a real opportunity to show off one of the main strengths of Trump versus one of the main weaknesses of DeSantis on the same stage. That's why I'm a big believer that he should do this. I told him this last, last week that I think he should go out there, one and done, do a great job, knock it out of the park, and then sit back and say, let's see the JV team. Play. Agreed. I like it. Uh, you know, it's funny you talk about charisma. If God is good to me, Andrew, I'll be 57 in April. So I was about 13, just getting bar mitzvahed, when Ronald Reagan replaced Jimmy Carter. And I remember, old enough to remember my dad, God rest his soul, those big gas lines, my father complaining, you know, the hostages in Iran and boycotting the Olympics. And there was this, this real feeling, a lack of patriotism in America, which I haven't seen until today. Um, so I remember how welcomed it was to get Reagan in office. And I loved him even then when I was 13. But to your point about charisma, there has never, ever, ever in 46 presidents dating back to George Washington been the amount of people who ultimately love to death or hate to death like they do Donald Trump. And that all speaks to charisma. That's whether it's Howard Stern or Don Imus, all these guys. When you love a guy that much or hate a guy that much, that speaks to charisma. Absolutely. Look, you can't 
take your eyes away from him. There's nobody that doesn't have an opinion on Trump. If you ask anybody down the street, you're not going to say, well, I haven't really decided. They love him. They hate him. They'll give you the reasons why they love him. They'll give you the reasons why they hate him. We may agree with the reasons. We may disagree. But you're absolutely right. You have to take a stance on this guy. That's the way he actually is. And I got to tell you, in terms of the national pride, and talking about Reagan and specifically where I am right now in Lithuania, you know, what really struck me was walking down the streets of the city that I'm in, in Klaipeda, which is right on the Baltic coast. And I got to see, I, I got to tell you, I saw so many Lithuanian flags. It's the green, the red, the yellow. That's the flag. It actually looks like the Jamaican flag, but it's not the Jamaican flag. I can tell you it's the Lithuanian flag where you're seeing it all the time. The last time I was in Washington, D.C. was in June. And I have to tell you, in our nation's capital, in the United States of America, I saw 10 times the amount of pride flags than I did American flags Gross. in our nation's capital in Washington, yeah. D.C. Think about that. That really struck me just the last couple of days and thinking about mm. how important yep. it is to have national leadership, national pride, and what that means, I think, really for the psyche of a nation. So when you were a campaigning governor... And I met you, ironically, on my anniversary. It was June 25th. Yeah. I was celebrating my 30-year anniversary with the beautiful Danielle that night. And I met you on 129. I can promise you that seven-block radius, even more flags <laughs> than Lithuania. Yes? <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. As a matter of fact, I've never actually seen... Uh, houses that have more flags than they do windows in it. But for some reason, <laughs> in that area of Rockaway, in that area of Breezy Point, in that area, uh, you absolutely do. And, and that's why uh, that's why it seems like – and that's kind of the sad thing also, Sid. And I can tell you, I saw this campaigning time and time again. Whenever you'd see an American flag outside of a house – you kind of knew that that person was Republican. It shouldn't be that way, and it's not always that way, right? You talk about yourself, and you led this segment talking about how you're socially liberal and some of the stances that you, we may agree upon, we may disagree upon. So you may be the exception to the rule in some ways about that. But I can tell you now more than ever, if you see a, 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 a I almost said Republican flag, American flag outside of somebody's house, you kind of know where their political yep. views stand. You're right. It really shouldn't be that way anymore, and I yep. think sadly – I think the mainstream media, the leftist media, has been a main culprit in all that. They've kind of let Americans get away on this, and they've, been able, they've really been able to uh, you know, step on American pride. One thousand percent true. And, and if a Democrat does have an American flag outside the House, it won't be the only one. It'll be the gay pride flag, too. There'll be a Ukrainian flag because, God forbid, it's only about America. But when you see, like, in yeah. my neighborhood, there are guys that have, like, three American flags. They are Republicans. Now, talking about Democrats, there was a guy that was gaining a little bit of steam. I never really thought he had a chance. He was kind of like DeSantis against Trump. But for what it was worth, RFK Jr. was making a little bit of noise in that race against Biden. Yeah. There were even some that thought Donald Trump should consider taking him on as his running mate. But he made that ill-advised comment, which was... Yep. anti-Semitic. I don't think he's an anti-Semite, but his comment was about COVID, and he's kind of fallen off the face of the earth since. But not for one guy. You and I love this guy, actor Woody Harrelson. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, pretty amazing. I, I, something that I didn't foresee, but I don't know what his relationship is like with Cheryl Hines, who so many people know from Curb Your Enthusiasm. That's RFK's wife. 
But I think he really ended up striking a tone with so many Americans on just some of the vaccine questioning more than anything, wanting to know whether or not this CDC schedule is appropriate for our kids. It was something, Sid, I have to tell you, that never really was on my radar as an American up until 2020 and up until 2021. Part of that is because I became a father in 2021 and started doing more research into the issue, but also just the way the CDC handled the COVID vaccine, just the way that they ended up handling the mask mandates and all that. And I know you had your main questions about that when you were coming into work every single day during all this, where it was a matter of you have to accept the science or we are going to ostracize you. We're going to cost, we're going to, we're going to make you lose your job. You're going to be thought of as the other here. And I think you're having more and more Americans, more and more legitimate Americans. And look, Woody Harrelson has always been a, a main liberal, but I think he's coming to terms with this. Bill Ackman, who has a major hedge fund, who has gone on CNBC time and time again, he questioned this recently, and people called him nuts. But I think you're seeing more and more people starting to say, hey, you know what? Maybe what RFK Jr. is saying in this scenario, in yeah. this situation, yeah. might actually have real weight. And uh, I think that's why he's gaining momentum. I also think. From a political perspective, Sid, he can use this momentum that he's got as leverage against Biden to debate. And what I mean by that is he can go to Biden and say, we can do this one of two ways. We can do this in the Democratic arena. We can do a Democratic debate or I'm going to run third party and I'm going to make your life hell. You know, I uh, try to book your father twice this week. One time he said yes, and he just didn't call in. He does that to me, Rudy. I love him. You know, I love him, but he does that. So <laughs> I know he was in New Hampshire the day after Trump this week. And I know you were in Lithuania for a couple of weeks, so you're not home here to see your pop every day. But we go back to, to that last indictment, and your dad, I guess, one of those six co-conspirators. Now, I know your father very well, not as well as you, but very well. And he'll basically say Take that indictment and shove it up your ass. I don't care. I did nothing wrong. The election was stolen. F you. He ain't going to change his mind on that, no matter what they say about him in Georgia. But I'm curious, uh, the few times have you spoken to your father being in a different country, how would you describe, honestly, your dad's mood? Well, don't be offended because it's tough for me to even reach my father. So I don't think you have to be offended by that at all whatsoever. That just ends up being the guy who everybody wants to uh, wants to get in touch with. I can tell you, I was with him the day before I left, and I spoke to him one time since I've been over here. He's amazingly optimistic on all of this. He does think that there's going to be charges in Georgia, that there's going to be a potential circus here in Georgia, just like – Myself, he thinks those charges will probably drop the day after a bad news day that Biden has. We highlighted that last week with what Elena Haba ended up saying and highlighting so well in terms of how the Biden Justice Department and these special prosecutors seem to be mopping up duties for Biden here. But he's handling it all very well. Look, he's had a lot of pressure on him the last three years, and I'm just so proud of him as a son for somebody who stood up for what he believes in, who continues to put the truth out there, whether people agree with him or not. And you have to look at this. And I think this is one of the things that I think is so important in all this. If you go beyond the rhetoric, if you go beyond what the media says, if you actually dig into the facts of what Rudy Giuliani presents, you can't come out, if you're unbiased, you can't come out with the very least having questions about what happened in 2020. It doesn't mean you have to believe that Donald Trump won that election. I've said in elections past that I do believe he did. But what it does mean is you have to question the way that the, the elections were administered from the way that the state legislatures were coerced into changing these election laws uh, in many of these swing states to just the way that Mark Zuckerberg put in a half a billion dollars in order to push these ballot 
the ballot harvesting. Yeah. So uh, I think from a factual standpoint, he's as sharp as he's ever been, even if he doesn't seem to be calling in to sit on time. Like I said, <laughs> no offense. He doesn't, call, he doesn't call in to me on time either. He probably Actually, if we did a test, and if you texted him and I texted him, let's do that when we get off the phone. I'll do it right now. Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do it right now. Okay. I'm going to text him right now. You're going to get a head start because I'm going to wait until I get off. So okay. get a head start. You text him now. Okay. When I get off, and then I'm going to text you back if he texts me back first. You okay. let me know, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Funny. And that's a great job, man. Seriously, great, great job. Two to three every Sunday. Don't miss them. Andrew Giuliani, enjoy the rest of your stay with the lovely Z's family. Have a safe trip home. We'll do this again next Friday. Great job, Andrew. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. Keep kicking ass. Thanks, man. You too. Andrew Giuliani. I just texted his father. And you did it wrong. You you didn't even listen to how he said to do it. I did. I'm waiting now. When I get off the phone, we'll both text him. Well, I didn't send it yet. Doesn't matter. Give him a chance. That makes it an actual race. Oh my God! Wait a second. Of course he's, he's got gonna, Of course he's going to answer you first now because you just you texted him before. Andrew I did. haven't sent it yet, Dick Face. Okay. No. Yes, but you said I'm going to do it right now. Let's go. And Andrew is still talking. I'm doing it now. Let's go. Okay. Can I do it now? Now you can do We're it. We're off, off the phone. Off the phone. Uh, oh, hey, now. Was, was was Dick Face necessary? No, yeah. I, I, I apologize. I mean, that's why I miss moment till the morning.